Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Straight to the Ray podcast. My name is Hannah. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Um, I'm so happy to have you listening today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hello, hello. Hello, my babes. Hello. I just had a thought, like, why don't I ever start off the episodes with saying, like, like, hello babes or what's up babes because my podcast is literally called straight cheddar babe and I mean there's kind of a reason why it is that way that's just like part of my lingo I guess and just like my speech in my dialect um but I call a lot of people babes and so I was like why don't I just start off every episode with hello babes or welcome back babes oh that's catchy welcome back babes I don't know maybe that makes people uncomfortable Maybe I won't do that. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Anyways, welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm super happy to be here today. I know it has been a minute. As usual, I never know when I'm going to be recording. I actually thought I was going to be able to record last week, um, but I also had, like, a midlife crisis, so then I ended up not recording because of that. I'll explain. But before we get started, I actually think I might make a matcha. Today is Saturday. It's almost, actually it's 5.53, so it's like about 6 o'clock. Um, I honestly might make a matcha before we get started because I like to be have like a chill vibe, chill scene when I'm recording, and I could really go for a matcha. And it is the evening time, and for those of you that have been here, have definitely know that I love a good evening latte. Um, so I might make a matcha. Yeah, hold on. Okay, where was I? Um, Just made my matcha. I think I mentioned in one of my previous episodes that I was looking into, like, making my own matcha because the only time I ever drank matcha was when, like, I went out to buy it somewhere. Like, I didn't buy matcha powder, and I certainly didn't have, like, the whisk or the bowl or whatever, the right way to, like, make a good matcha latte. So, um... I went out and did that, and now I'm making my own matcha, and it's actually so good. Like, I really, really love it. I had a few nights where, like, it would be my, like, evening beverage. Like, I would make a matcha, like, after dinner at, like, 8 o'clock or something, and it kind of was, like, the replacement of, like, the after-dinner cappuccino or something, which is probably a better option because I don't think there's nearly as much caffeine in matcha as there is in coffee. Um, not that that would have an effect on me because caffeine doesn't like keep me awake. It doesn't like keep me up at night. If anything, I drink a good like hot latte and I'm in bed within the next hour. Um, (laughs) so, (laughs) but it's probably not good for you to drink that much caffeine. So, um, anyways, uh, what was I saying? So I wanted to record a couple weeks ago or not a couple weeks ago I thought I was going to record last week but here's here's really the story <laughs> here's here's the lowdown um as if you are an avid listener <laughs> um <laughs> you might know that I have been loving to run if this is your first time here um I just want to like preface this with I was a competitive swimmer for 16 years. I swam at my uh, university during undergrad, which I just graduated this past May. So I 
am officially a swammer and done with my competitive swimming career, thank God. Um, and now I have moved on to long distance running because it's something that intrigued me, honestly, like starting like a couple summers ago. And I was super excited to get back into it. And yeah, so I've been running ever since I stopped swimming, like pretty much since March. Um, and this summer I have been on like this kick of just running so, so much that like I decided I was going to increase my long runs by one mile every single week. And while in my head I was like, yeah, this is going to be a great idea and we'll just see like how high up I can get in mileage. And like the more I increase every week, like the less I'll be running. Like, does that make sense? Like if you start at one mile and then next week you run two miles, you're doubling how much you're running. But if I run 10 miles and the next week I run 11, I'm not doubling it anymore. Like I'm increasing it by just a, such a small percentage. So yeah, I thought it was a great idea. Um, and in retrospect, it was. I was doing actually really well until two weeks ago and I ran my long run of 14 miles and I honestly ended it feeling really good and was doing great and then I got home from the long run like literally got home like did some stretching and then stood up and like the outer part of my foot was hurting and I didn't know why like it hurt to walk on it and by the time I had like taken a shower and was like walking around I was in like pain. I was walking and I was like very much in pain. I was like, oh, I am like hurt. Um, so I didn't run for, I haven't ran in literally two weeks, like since that day, because the idiot thing to do would be to keep running, um, which destroyed me mentally, if I'm being completely honest. Running was, I actually just made an episode about like how exercise like gives me like good confidence for my day and whatnot. And for me, my favorite form of exercise is to run. So you could imagine that these past two weeks have been very, very difficult, um, but obviously worth it because if I had just started running again, I just know that with running you ha and something is injured, you have to be super careful, which I've just heard so many bad stories about people running through injuries and then like it gets fractured or worst case scenario, it like breaks. Um, and especially in the foot, like there's so many little ligaments and bones and stuff down there and tendons that like, if you keep running on it, like eventually it's going to fracture. And then I would have to like, you know, be in a boot and like be up for surgery and all that. And I was not about to be in that position. I feel like I'm talking so fast. Um, but anyways, I have not ran. So when this whole thing happened, I just couldn't bring myself to like record the episode because I was trying so hard to like keep my head on straight and find other ways to exercise and to move because like that honestly helped my anxiety so much was going on those runs. Um, so I've been doing some swimming, which was not really part of my plan this summer, but I think it was also good for me to be back in the pool again, swimming a little bit more just because I've mended my relationship with swimming. I mean, when you've swam for that long um, and at that level, at the collegiate level, like I finished this season like not wanting to touch a pool for at least a year. Um, but obviously that time came sooner. Um, 
So it, yeah, it was honestly really good to know that like I can go to the pool and do a good workout and like know that like I don't have to do a certain amount of yardage or like do something that's crazy hard or you know, I can just go in and swim and like for good exercise. So it was still like good, I think, but yeah, I just don't want to swim right now. Like I'd prefer to be running. Um, good news is, is my foot is good. I've actually been to the doctor and I will be back running next week. Um, I just need to be smarter about it because with running, apparently, I mean, you do have to take things like differently. Like if you have one hard run the next day, you need to be doing an easier run or you need to have an off day. Um, you can't do like two or three hard days in a row, which that's not really in my brain because in swimming, we're trained to just go all the time. Like we don't really have easy days. If anything, we have like one recovery practice, but later that day we're going hard again. Like there's no, we just, we can do that as swimmers. Like we can have hard days on hard days and hard days and like our body not get like super, super injured if you're being, you know, good with your stretching and your nutrition and like your recovery and that sort of thing. Um, like we can do that, but with running, you obviously can't, like it's just bad for your legs and bad for your muscles. So yeah, I, I'm going to admit I was definitely not big brain about it. And that is really the lowdown of why I didn't put up an episode last week. Like I wanted to, um, but I can say I'm definitely doing much better now. So I guess I'll say my win of this week was going to the doctor and being told that like my foot is good. You know, I've got no bruising, no injury, no fractures, and that it was just an overuse injury thing. I know it could have been a lot worse. Um, so now, honestly, really good lesson to be learned. I just need to not go crazy like that and not increase my mileage super, super quickly like I did. And yeah, which is okay. I keep reminding myself too, like it's hard to know that I was up that high in mileage and just feel like, oh my gosh, it's gonna take me so long to get back up there in mileage. But at the same time, this would be about the time every summer that I have to stop running because I'm getting ready to go back to school and I have to get more into swimming shape. Um, so it's nice to know that like I'm not doing that anymore. So I have the rest of my life to run. I have this entire year to build up, build up my mileage. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be good. Um, yeah, let me get off the topic of running and into the episode of today. Oh, something else I want to mention. Today I got my conch pierced, which was super like, I don't know what you call that. Um, what's the word for that? Um, impulsive. It was a really impulsive action, if I'm being honest. Um, I have been wanting my conch pierced for like a while. I have a lot of piercings on my ears and I love, love my piercings. Like if I'm being completely honest, I, every morning when I get up in the morning and I'm brushing my teeth or whatever, I'm looking at my piercings and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they look so cute. When I'm having a bad day, I can look in the mirror and be like crying and just think, oh, but the piercings are looking great. So that's fine. Like, <laughs> which is kind of funny, but, um, Hey, it's just something that like, makes me feel good. So I've been wanting to get my conch pierced for a while and I do want like the hoop but when I went in to get it today um, the person that pierced my ear was like I'm not gonna let you get the hoop today because 
it's more like dangerous for the healing process and she was like it would just be so much easier if you got the stud and then you know go through the swelling and stuff in the healing process and then in four or five months from now just come back and we can put a hoop in so i definitely do trust the professionals obviously like i'm not gonna just say no i want the hoop because i do not want to have like an ear infection or anything like that knock on wood i've never had any problems with my ears um Oh my god, I hope I didn't just jinx it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that is my win of today, for sure. Getting the comments piercing because it's something I've wanted for a while. And um, yeah, I'm just glad I did it. It looks good, I think. <laughs> okay, so today's episode is all about not giving a flying fuck. Excuse my language, but actually not giving a shit, not caring what people think. Um, if, for those of you who are Taylor Swift fans, as Taylor Swift would say, I'm damned if I do give a damn about what people say. I forget which song that's in. <laughs> you know, it's kind of awkward, like, I should know. But I remember hearing that line for the first time and just being, like, so, like, oh, my goodness, Yes, Taylor Swift. That is the most true fact, true statement I've ever heard. I'm damned if I do give a damn about what people say. Um, so yeah, that's really the topic of today that we're going to be discussing. Um, I feel like I've definitely like touched upon the idea of just like not caring in other episodes, but I've always wanted to make just a whole episode dedicated to not letting like the thoughts of other people affect what you do or like what you want to do in your life um and in like your day-to-day -day life yeah so this is going to be a real deep dive of like how not giving a flying fuck actually is your key to feeling like super coconut cloud level of chill every single day um i think the biggest issue we have in our society is like thinking way too much about what other people think and then like not doing what you want to do because of that this is a concept i truly think is one of like the biggest reasons that people don't go out and just do what they want to do because they're so concerned with what everybody else is not what everybody else is doing but they're so concerned with everybody else looking at them and thinking about them um which is just funny because it just that statement right there shows that like nobody's actually caring what you do like it's all in your head because everybody's thinking about what everybody else is looking at like everybody's thinking about everybody else looking at them so nobody's actually looking at you <laughs> that's a little bit confusing but does that make sense like nobody actually cares um and i know it's like kind of hard to get out of that mindset because we live in a world with so many different people and i'm not saying like there aren't people who are not like judging you or talking about people like or staring at you as you walk down the street there are people do that they judge people everybody judges everybody um but for the most part like that's just not like as common as you think yeah i can understand like why people do get like nervous or like anxious about trying to do things but not doing them because of other people looking at them or judging them 
I used to struggle a lot with social anxiety and honestly still do at sometimes. Um, I would say like in high school and even like early through college, it was a little bit rough for me. Um, my face would just turn a whopping bright red. Um, but it's honestly subsided because of this mindset that I feel like I've learned and grew into and that's why I want to tell all of you about it. But the point here is that like the idea that in your head that other people are looking at you and judging you is like, you know, the biggest reason that you probably are not going out and just living your life how you imagine you want to be living it. I actually listened to a podcast this week about chasing change and not letting change chase you. And this episode that I'm doing right now isn't about you chasing change or that idea, but um, I think it kind of relates because if you want your life to change, I mean, your life is going to change as time goes on, but if you want your life to change, you have to be the one to chase the change and make the changes. That's a lot of change. You need to, you need to be the one to make the adjustments in order to switch your life into something new. And that is also like a part of this episode in that it's difficult to make those adjustments because you're not living in this mindset of not giving a fuck and you're just kind of stressed about what everybody else is thinking about you. Um, it is a really good episode. It's by one of my favorite podcasters, Alexis Fernandez. Um, what is her podcast called? Oh my goodness. It's called, oh, it's called Do You Fucking Mind? Um, and it is a really great podcast. So I definitely recommend go listening to that episode. Um, I feel like I've been, like I said, discovering, like growing into this mindset and discovering this concept and implementing it into my life for the past, like good couple of years. I mean, through college, definitely for sure is where I kind of started to adapt this mindset or at least try to adapt the mindset in the best way that I could. Obviously it takes time. I mean, obviously like I was a lot younger in college, so I was still, you know, learning, so I'm just going to go over in this episode a few things that I've been doing and thinking to like implement this not giving a shit lifestyle into your brain. Um, and when I say I don't give a shit lifestyle, I don't mean that I'm being a really mean person. I'm just not, I'm rather like, I'm just not caring about what other people are thinking or what other people are saying about me and really not paying attention to whether or not people are looking at me um, and just going about my life and going about my day. And I'm not living my life this way in spite of people or to like make people look at me or make people give me attention. The whole point is to just be living my life and going about what I wanna do, going for what I want and not thinking about other people looking at me and other people talking about me and other people judging me for what I'm doing. Um, yeah, so that's really the crux of the episode. So this mindset is the mindset that I have in every single thing that I'm doing, whether it be big or small. And that's also a major like constellation in this idea is like you can implement this mindset into literally every single part of your life no matter how small it is. For the record, this matcha that I made is absolutely amazing. I have been trying to make a good matcha for a while and I've been practicing 
and this might be the best one. Like, it's really, really good. Okay, so this mindset of not giving a fuck um, and just living your life the way you want to live it, um, like I've said, ad nauseum, it is used in all different aspects of your life, whether it be starting a new job, wearing new clothes, or like changing your clothes, starting a new hobby or like activity, going back to school or going to a different school, moving out of state, going, oh, going to a new workout class, or even going like on solo dates to like restaurants or cafes or to the movie theater by yourself, like literally anything you want to do in your life. Um, I'm just going to run through like a few of these topics and give my input on what it means to like have the not give a shit mindset in each scenario and also like how I keep myself in that mindset to not and like not let those intrusive thoughts that I have affect me. Um, a lot of the topics that I'm going to discuss are really relevant to my life right now, but I feel like they're also relevant to the world and like the time of year that it is and like to my age group, I guess, like in your 20s kind of, but I feel like it can also be like implemented into everybody's life in some way. So like, but I chose like these specific topics because they're going to be the easiest for me to talk about and kind of like I don't know, kind of get the idea across at your brain. <laughs> Sorry if that didn't make any sense. Okay. Okay, number one, a new job. A new job can be really scary. Um, I think for a lot of people, because you're going to a brand new place with people you don't even know, and you don't know, like, the groove of the job and, like, how things work and how everyone's, like everyone's specific parking spots and like everyone's maybe favorite places to sit in the office or like everyone's lunchtime spots in the lunchroom like you don't know how the place like rolls throughout their day um if that makes sense so you are just brand new to all of it and you just might feel like you don't know what you're doing or you're just messing up a lot of the job or maybe you're just still learning like how to do your job like maybe you're in training you know all that so it's definitely hard um, obviously you were hired for the job because you have the mindset and the skills and um, the knowledge to you know contribute to the job and have some sort of input there so you're obviously capable but you're brand new so you also are still like learning maybe like how it works um especially like if you just got out of school like i literally just graduated i'm pretty sure everybody in my age group who is not going to grad school who is starting their new job is learning on the job like they have the knowledge from school but like they're still learning like how to do their job um i actually started a new job this summer <laughs> for literally like three months not even three months. Was it three months? I don't even know. It wasn't that long. I actually just had my last day yesterday. <laughs> so I started a new job and the biggest difficulty I had with this job was figuring out what I was doing and then having enough confidence to just like keep rolling with it. Like once I started to get the hang of it, like I just needed to keep rolling with that confidence and kind of, you know, experimenting like with my own knowledge and my own skills and implementing that into the job 
this is hard because like I don't want to tell you exactly what my job was and like what I was doing because of like privacy regulations and whatnot but yeah I just had more confidence like as I was learning to just keep implementing my own skills and what I thought was the right thing to do because I was a little bit nervous that my coworkers were going to judge me like for kind of jumping on the ball and just going right into it with you know two feet um and maybe being like overconfident I like I didn't want them to think I was acting like I knew what I was doing when I literally had just gotten there um and of course it definitely took me like a couple of days and like a couple of weeks to remind myself that it really didn't matter what they thought of me and what I was doing because I'm doing what I think is best and I do have knowledge from school that I just graduated and like I'm not clueless so and also like that's important like I think my boss wants me to give my best input with the knowledge and the skills that I have like that is the point of why you're there Uh, the constant thought that I just had to keep running was like what does it really matter if other people are watching me and judging me and they might be thinking that I'm not doing something the way it should be done or like I'm being way too like overconfident in my work like it really doesn't matter if I'm not like being that way if I know that I'm doing what I think is best and I'm asking questions like I'm asking for help and I'm I did I reached out to my boss I reached out to my coworkers. like I definitely engaged and like when I needed help I reached out for it but that's not what I'm saying I'm not saying like don't ask for help or like don't go through the training that you need to go through but just be more confident in knowing that like I have these skills like I was hired for a reason and if I have an idea or like knowledge that like I want to contribute and help to adjust whatever we're doing then I can because I was hired for a reason and of course like everybody at my work was super super nice so like I knew by the end of it like they were not judging me the whole time (laughs) like um, anyways all in all the crux of this is when you're starting a new job you obviously don't want to walk in there like you know it all because guess what bitch you don't you don't know it all (laughs) Um, not to be harsh but like you don't want to act like you know exactly what you're doing because you're not gonna know exactly what you're doing but the point is to look at that as like being okay like I'm new I'm not supposed to know everything yet like I'm not supposed to be you know knowing exactly what to do like you're learning and then don't be afraid to use techniques and skills and knowledge that you know and be confident in what you're doing and if anybody tries looking at you weird or thinks you're doing it wrong like what just remember that what they're thinking really doesn't matter if you are sure that like you know what you're doing you think is good and you think is right and also just you know be obviously communicative with like your boss and your coworkers and saying like oh I'm doing this like what do you think you know um, it's not rocket science and also just remember like your confidence in your job and like your ambition and like wanting to do more is going to radiate and just show your boss and your coworkers that like obviously you're very interested in what and care about like what your work is and also you're not afraid to like 
go out of the box, try new things, try specific techniques, try new skills that maybe you haven't even done yet, like, and you're just like, um, you know, you're not afraid of those things, and you're kind of a go-getter, if that's the word, <laughs> which is obviously good. Um, so yeah, okay, number two, solo dates. So I think a solo date can be anything from taking yourself out for a coffee or ice cream or getting a table at a full-on sit-down dinner by yourself in a restaurant or even just like going and getting takeout and then just sitting in public. That is all I think like what a solo date could be. Solo dates are something that like I feel like I preach a lot and they are also preached a lot like they're talked about a lot in the world of like self-care and whatnot which is fantastic I think it's great um it's amazing but a lot of people like get really nervous socially and they get like a lot of social anxiety about like people looking at them and thinking that's weird to be doing stuff by themselves rather than like with a group of people um for example like I heard I have like a list of things that I know are good for you to like do by yourself at least once in your life like one of those things is like going to the movies and like that I think for me is going to be the hardest thing that I'm going to do um, because obviously the movies is definitely like a social thing like if anything when I ask a friend to do something recently my number one idea has been like let's go see a movie um, yeah so people obviously get nervous about like you know looking at them and just when they think there should be people with them and they're just like, oh, they're alone, like that's weird. But here's the thing, here's the crux. That is literally self-care. The point of taking yourself out, like whether it be to get some ice cream, get a good latte, which I like to do very often, uh, go get like your favorite takeout and sit outside, or I like to get takeout and sit by the ocean, or going to a cafe to like read a book or going to a sit down like restaurant or going to like sit in a park and like meditate and journal or whatever all of that is self-care it's for yourself you don't need to be interacting with anyone talking to anyone doing actual work making conversation you are literally just there to enjoy your food of any kind, your coffee, tea, or whatever you're doing just to decompress. For you to be thinking about other people and what they might be thinking of you, that is the opposite of your self-care. For you to have those thoughts, for those th thoughts of, oh my gosh, these people see me sitting alone in this restaurant, they must be judging me. These people see me sitting alone eating my ice cream by myself, they must be thinking I'm so weird. For those thoughts to be taking up space in your mind is like hurting the idea of self-care. Like the point is for you to be doing this for self-care. Um, so like why would you let those thoughts take over your brain and like intrude on your self-care date? Crux here, don't give a shit about anybody else, what anybody else is doing, what anybody else is thinking. Or whatever you honestly need to be a little selfish on these solo dates and think about what you're doing for yourself because by you being like nervous about what other people are thinking 
and by telling yourself in your mind, those people are judging me. It's weird for me to be here sitting alone right now. It's like that's the equivalent of telling yourself that you're taking up too much space to just be on this planet. And that is not self-care, my babes. That is moldy hamburger meat self-slapping sabotage. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> that is literally sabotage. Like, if you really think about it, though, like, you going out sitting somewhere, let's say you're in a restaurant, you get a table for one. It's not a fancy restaurant, but it's just a little, you know, cafe. Maybe you take yourself out for lunch and you're sitting alone waiting to order your food and you're telling yourself, oh my gosh, those people are looking at me. These people are judging me. By you telling yourself that is literally you saying to yourself like, oh, I don't deserve to take up space in this cafe. Like, I don't deserve to be sitting here on this planet. Like, that is literally that. So, um, that was good. Moldy hamburger meat self-slapping sabotage. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> okay, number three, clothing. <laughs> um, I don't know why I giggled just there. This, for me, I think, for me, clothing is the absolute most difficult thing for me to like have the don't give a shit mindset um i think because i've spent the majority of my life wearing exercise clothing and sweatshirts and sneakers and whatnot you know and i never really had like a chance to experiment at least not really like through college until like maybe the past year um with like my style for those of you that listened would know that I've really experimented with my style, like especially this past year, truly because like I knew that I was going to be done swimming. So I was going to be able to not wear athletic clothing every single day of the week. Um, and I really just got into it and tried to make it fun. And I did definitely struggle at times where I was like, does this look weird? Like, I don't even know if I like this or not. You know, it is definitely a process, obviously for somebody who, like, spent their whole life wearing sweatpants every day, um, but, yeah, anyways, it has been, like, really, really fun, and during the school year, like, when I had days where I could, like, maybe dress up for class or whatever, and I kind of experimented with my outfits, like, it did, like, really make my day, like, a thousand times better, and it made me feel so good, and I definitely had to go through this hump of, like, being this in this I don't give a shit mindset like yes I'm wearing a dress to class and people might be thinking I'm overdressing or like why is she wearing a dress like this is just school like the rest of the class is maybe in jeans but it's just it's like well I don't care like what do you care like why does it matter I'm wearing a dress I feel good great um that's really the crux here obviously you have to like whatever you wear to your work or like your school or whatever I have to follow a dress code probably wear something that's appropriate for your work um and whatnot but what I mean is like wearing something that you can wear like on the weekends or like in your daily life when you're not working just like dressing up in whatever clothing you want to wear um and being and just wearing you know Wearing, I don't know why this is so hard for me to say, wearing whatever you want to wear 
and not caring what other people are thinking. Like I said, I definitely have gone through moments and definitely still do at times, like it's a process, where I'll put on an outfit and just not feel like super confident to wear it out. And I'll feel like people are like judging me for what I'm wearing and think that it's a bit weird or whatever. Um, But I kind of have a moment and I've had a few moments where I've just started to say like whatever, like I do not give a shit what they're thinking because I think I like what I'm wearing. I think it looks great. And I'm about to have a badass slay bestie queen hell of a day. Ooh, that was a good one too. I'm coming up with all like the lingo right now. I feel like that's like a combination of words that I say, but I've never said them all in one sentence. <laughs> um, anyways, I just am once I got this mindset of like, it, I don't give a shit what you're thinking. Like you can judge me all you want. Like I feel good. I love what I'm wearing. Or I'd have moments where I would just stop look at myself in the mirror and when I was getting those thoughts of like oh people are going to judge me for wearing this like they're going to think I'm dressing up too much they're going to think this outfit's weird right when that happened I would look myself in the mirror and say Hannah do you like what you're wearing and if I said yeah I like what I'm wearing that was where it stopped I was like okay you're wearing it like there's no reason for you to think about other people judging you for whatever you're wearing um that was honestly like the first time I finally was like yeah boom, boom, I don't give a shit, like, so if you go out, and let's say somebody maybe doesn't like your outfit, well, guess what, what's gonna happen, nothing is gonna happen, they're probably not even gonna say anything about it, they're really, if somebody's looking at you, if I'm being honest, they're looking at you for a prolonged period of time, probably because they really like what you're wearing, I do that all the time, if I see somebody wearing a cute outfit, First of all, I'll usually go up and compliment and be like, I love those pants, girl. Or I'll just look at them and think, oh, they look so good. Like, I love that outfit. So really, if somebody's staring at you, they're probably just jealous that they don't have the same outfit on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like, if they didn't like your outfit and they didn't like what you were wearing, like, it really doesn't matter. Is the world going to explode? No, it's not going to explode. Like, you're literally fine. So, anyways, where would you want to wear? Okay, number four. This is a big one. Going to the gym. I feel like this is super popular because I feel like literally everyone I talk to, at least every girl that I talk to, has or has had in the past some sort of, like, gym-induced anxiety, which is definitely valid. It is valid. Um... The problem here is that at the gym, there are a bunch of gym bros and gym girlies that just go every single day. They're absolutely just so freaking yoked. And going to the gym is their main source of exercise. It's their life. It's what they do every single day. They probably don't go on runs or swims like I do. Or they probably don't go on long bike rides or play tennis or, you know play pickleball like this is their form of exercise getting yoked in the gym which is great great for them if you're a gym bro and you love love going to the gym every single day amazing for you that's awesome but for a lot of people going to the gym is very anxiety inducing because a you might not know what you're doing um until you get there and then the gym might be crazy busy and the equipment you need is taken up or people are waiting for you to finish and you're not moving fast enough or 
other people are moving too slow so you don't even get to use the equipment or like you feel like people are just staring at you or they're judging how much you're lifting or how little you're lifting they might you're thinking that they're judging like you know the exercises you're doing or your body or whatever um and this is all very very valid and like very very understandable um i have definitely been there with going to the gym and like have not a clue of what i'm gonna do until i get there um and sometimes when i'm in there even now like I will not even like know how much weight to put on the bars or I might like really be second guessing myself with the weight that I can lift and I don't want to like try to lift it up and then like really be struggling and have everybody be like, ooh, she's going to drop it. Like, you know, that's embarrassing. Um, It really is. It really is like definitely difficult. So I'm validating all of that right there because going to the gym I know is a lot for people. But this is where the theme of the episode is really, really clutch. It's coming in, coming in hot. Walk into that gym with the biggest confidence on the planet. No, I said that wrong. <laughs> I said that wrong. Don't walk into the gym with like the biggest confidence on the planet and be like super cocky and whatnot. But just walk into the gym and know that you have just as much right to be there as anybody else. Just like we discussed in the last the last topic or you know whatever topic when we talked about solo dates you have as much right to take up space in that gym as the person next to you who's maybe lifting like 50 pounds more than you believe me i've been there looked over and some guy had like two 80 pound dumbbells in his hands and i was like what um <laughs> uh, anyways <laughs> anyways crux you have as much right to take up space in the gym as much as anybody else and if you think that people are looking at you or judging you or whatever guess what it doesn't matter because you are there again for your sweat <laughs> for yourself I was about to say for yourself <laughs> you are there for yourself you're there to maybe get stronger maybe you're there to get a sweat maybe you're just there to like have some fun like people literally have fun in the gym like um i don't know whatever the point is you are there for yourself so a good plan for facing this gym anxiety because it can be it can be hard it's going to be a process um but facing this anxiety learning how to walk into the gym not giving a shit number one recognize first of all that everyone in the gym is usually wearing headphones or earbuds This means that they're in their workout zone. They don't care about you. They don't care about what anybody else is doing. They are there, just like you, for themselves. They are in the zone, listening to music. They are focused. They are there for themselves. So chances are they really don't give a shit because they are there focused on what they're doing. Number two, having a game plan of like what you're actually going to do in the gym is definitely helpful. Maybe write out like a few ideas of exercises that you want to do and have it written in your phone so so you know like exactly where to go first or like you know exactly which pieces of equipment that you're going to use Um, and just you're going to know exactly what you're going to do so you're not just standing around awkwardly trying to figure out what to do. Um, And then number three, obviously don't give a flying fuck. Just go in, do your thing, make it simple. You're just a person going into the gym to get a little move your body action for the day. Um, 
It's really not rocket science. You can bring your... I started bringing my earbuds to the gym. I actually didn't do this before. I don't know why. I But I recognized that everybody in the gym had some sort of headphones or earbuds. Literally, I think I was the only person who wasn't wearing earbuds. And then I started bringing my own. I listened to whatever music I wanted, which is even more fun because nobody knows what you're listening to. So then you're just like jamming, doing your workout, doing your thing, and nobody has any idea that I'm jamming out to One Direction (laughs) and not some like, you know, super intense lifting music. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and that's going to make it even better. I had my workout written on my phone so I know exactly what I wanted to do. I even had the number for like the weight that I wanted to put on the bars written down so I kind of knew exactly what I was like capable of doing. Um, And yeah, that's really the crux. Okay, number five, starting anything that is new. Um, I honestly struggled here because for this number five, like I was going back and forth of like what the topic should be. And I decided to label the topic anything new just because I wanted to jump into like a variety of ideas such as moving to a new place, like a new city or a new state. Maybe you're going to a new school or you're like you're starting university or maybe you're even just going into like a new school year Um, or like you're starting like a new hobby or a new job or like, I mean, we already did the job or like you know, you're just joining a brand new club, like anything that's new in your life. That is, that is like the topic here. So the obvious idea here is that you're nervous about starting it. Um, and you might be a little bit like apprehensive and you're not having that, like, you're just, you're nervous because you've never done this before. Um, it's obviously brand new. Maybe there will be new people to meet. Maybe you're going to a new place whatever, like, it's new, so that's why you're not, like, this is gonna be so easy. Like I said, this is a lot in one topic, so I'm gonna break it down even further. So, first I'm gonna talk about moving to a new place, a new city, new state, new country, whatever it may be. Um, Moving is obviously really intimidating because, like, you probably don't know, like, the area where you're living very well, you might not know that many people, if you know any, um, And you really just feel like an outsider because you haven't lived there. And that's obviously natural. But the only thing you can do is immerse yourself and be like, and like become a local. If you, you know, go out and about, like just go on a walk and become like more familiar with like the places, the cafes, the restaurants, the place in general, the parks, like the area. Because you're not a local yet, like you just moved in there and the best way for you to do that is to get out and about and, you know, help yourself become a local because you're going to be. And the biggest challenge is going to be just that. You're going to feel like an outsider. You might get lost. You might have no idea where you're going. You might not understand, like, maybe you, like, just don't understand the transportation there yet. Like, maybe you can't walk everywhere. Maybe you have to, like, take a bus or, like, Maybe you have to take a subway. Like, I'm going to have to because I'm moving to a city. Um, you know, you're not going to know what you're doing maybe the first time you go out and about. And the best way to get through this is to go walk. Go walk around the city or the town or the place, you know, that you're moving into and just not give a shit 
about what anybody else might be thinking about you. Like, you're new in town, but that doesn't give you any less of a right to go out and do all these activities like everybody else. Wear whatever you want. Um, Like we just talked about with the clothing. Wear what makes you feel good. Like, go out and go do something fun. Like, go find a park to sit in. Go to a cafe. Like, go explore the area because you now live there. So, like, I mean, anybody in the world has a right to go do that, even if they're just visiting. But... You now live there, so you want to become a local. You want to become more familiar. Like, go out and meet people. Go, you know, whatever. Go join a book club and be like, hey, I'm new in town. (laughs) Make some new friends. Um, And just not, like, why would you care what anybody else is thinking? You just need to go out and be like, yeah, I'm here, you know. I feel like this episode, like, I mean, it does. I'm not calling it an episode about confidence, but it kind of is an episode about confidence because when you have confidence, you're just in the I don't give a fuck mindset. Like, that's just, I feel like, what confidence... Yeah, so just going out and, like, do your thing. Also, moving to a new place, may I say, this is, like, a clean slate. So, like, people, if you... However you approach your first person that you meet, you know, whatever you're wearing, however you speak to them, whatever you say to them, like, they're gonna now, like put the two and two together they're gonna think of you as the girl in the purple dress who was super enthusiastic about I don't know flowers like that's what they're gonna think of so it's a clean slate for you to like be whoever you want to be and not have like this feeling that like people who maybe knew you before knew you in the past like maybe you want to change things up and like you're thinking about what people will think if you do change things up You don't really have that if you move to a new place because you don't know anybody, um, which is kind of a plus. So just go out, wear what you want to wear, like do your thing. Okay, next part is going to be starting a new hobby. This obviously is like a big umbrella for like a wide variety of things. So that's why I'm just calling it starting in a new hobby. Um, So anyway, starting a new hobby or activity or whatever, this is obviously going to be intimidating because you've never done the hobby before and you don't know what you're doing, you might not know what you're doing, Um, you might be really, really bad at it when you start. Um, And when starting something new, you're also like more apt to like want to do that thing by yourself and like not want people watching you. Um, And honestly, I'm really guilty of that. I have played the violin since I was in like, gosh, fourth grade, fifth grade. I was like 9 or 10, I think. Um, And I hate to this day, I really, really hate people listening to me play or like watching me play. Um, Yeah, I get a lot of like performance anxiety in general. But here's the thing. I was not going to let that stop me from picking up my violin this semester and going to take lessons. Was I a little bit nervous to go? For sure, because I have not played in so long and I knew I was going to be super bad and I was going to be way out of tune, but I really wanted to go, so I was like, well, I'm here for lessons, she's going to help me, like, it doesn't matter how bad I am, like, I'm here, I'm doing it, I'm wanting to do it, like, yeah, that's the crux, um, just, so when you start something new, like an activity or a hobby, maybe you want to start crocheting, I don't know, maybe you want to, like, oh gosh, maybe you want to go, oh my god, you know what would be so cool, maybe you want to, like, become a rollerblader, Is that a thing, rollerblader? Maybe you want to go rollerblading on the bike path instead of riding a bike. Or maybe you want to, 
learn to ride a skateboard. I don't know. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> um, anyways, whatever you're doing, if you take a second to think, well, it doesn't fucking matter what you all judge me for doing because I'm over here trying something new because I want to. That's when your I don't give a fuck attitude comes in and you just go for it and you just try all the new things that you want to try. Maybe you fall on your face a bunch of times, but you have fun doing it and then you're going to learn somehow, like you're going to figure it out. Um, Also, like I kind of thought of something recently was like, actually not recently, but like this summer I've been thinking about it. Like we are in, you get one life, not to be like morbid here, but you get one life. And so if you don't do absolutely everything that you want to do, you're going to look back and be like, I should have just done it. Like I should, if I really, really wanted to do that, like I just should have just done it. And I definitely like think I used to have those moments a lot. Like I guess when I was a bit younger, like in high school maybe, or even in college, I think I had like a very few moments where I was like, oh, I should have went. I like, I should have just done it. If you really want to do something or try something, like it really shouldn't matter what anybody else is thinking because this is your life. Like, why would you let those people control what you want to do? If that makes sense. Ooh, that was like good. That's a good way to like finish off the episode, I feel like. This is your life, everybody. Go out and live it. That was a bit intense. That was a bit weird. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, that I think is all I have for the episode today. This is kind of a long one, but I did have a lot to say. And also, I was really excited to record because I have not recorded in a hot minute, um, obviously. So I was pretty eager. But I hope you all, I really do hope all of you got something out of this and just recognize that, like, your, like, what your mindset of, like, just not caring what people think is going to be the key to like just being so much more chill in your day-to-day life like if you are constantly thinking about what other people are thinking of you you're just going to feel so tense and so stressed most of the time where if you just say like well it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that's my answer for everything like it does not matter um you're going to be so much more coconut cloud chill relaxed you know It's like this, you know, I don't give a shit attitude is equivalent to your like total zen chill levels, (laughs) if that makes sense. Okay, I'm really tired. Um, Okay, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. Um, I really hope that you learned something or, you know, got something out of it. Um, I really enjoyed today's episode. I thought it was a really good one, and it was one that I've been wanting to do for a while, so I'm glad I finally got to do it. Um, I hope everyone's having, like, a good summer. I know summer's, like, coming to a close, which is crazy. It's honestly flew by. Um, So just, you know, enjoy these last few weeks or whatever, how much longer you have. Uh, Be super kind to yourself. Take yourself on a solo date um, and just enjoy the warm weather if it's warm where you are. (laughs) Okay, bye!